All right. Hello and welcome to Beers in the Sheds, the weekly podcast where we talk about sport and beer and just have a general chat. I'm joined by my good mate, Daniel Friend. Friendy, how are you, mate? I'm well, Josh. I uh, had a pretty good week. Start of holidays for me, uh, which was fantastic. So I had plenty of beers, uh, some in the sheds, some not. Um, how's your week been, mate? Been good. Been a good weekend. I went and watched Midnight Oil on Saturday night and they were fantastic. Peter Garrett, 69, yep. I think he is, and he's just electric still. They were amazing. Minister, they were really good. Yeah. The Minister for the Environment, Peter Gray. Well, formerly was, formerly. Yeah. 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 No, that's no, they, awesome, they put mate. on a really good show, and uh, the Sunny Coast crowd was was definitely entertained, that's for sure. Unreal. That's It's funny to think, 69, that's that's getting up there. I, yeah, but if they're still rocking around, that's awesome. Yeah, one of the great Aussie bands, Midnight Oil. Did you catch any sport, mate? Do you have a play of the week for me? Absolutely did I catch some sport. Um, play of the week, I had plenty of options, but I caught something that was fairly fairly early in our sporting week last week, but Pat Cummins was shining with the bat, mm. not the ball. He actually belted 50 off 14 balls in the IPL, and that equals the fastest record. Uh, he, he bombed six sixes, including uh, one to, to win the match, and it was, uh, yeah, it was something else to watch. So he's, he definitely got my play of the week. Yeah, I saw the mini of it, and he was smoking them everywhere. The one to win the match, I think they still had a couple overs up their sleeve as well. Uh, yeah. But just for good measure, he, yeah, whacked one over the fence again. And well done to Paddy, the test captain for Australia. Um, my play of the week this week, mate, was Scotty Scheffler. He took out the green jacket uh, at Augusta, the Masters winner, his first major. Uh, also, his fourth uh, tournament win this year in only six events that he's played. So he's wow. uh, he's on fire. Yeah, he's now world number one. Uh, very calm dude. He's only 25 years old. Big, strong thing. Yeah, my play of the week was definitely him. He, he won by three shots. He four-putted the last, so he could have won by five. But, um, yeah, eventually he got it in there and, and got that green jacket on, which yeah, I think every golfer's dream is to, to put that on one day, and he's done it. So well done to him. Absolutely, absolutely. And was the left arm just a little bit longer than the right when he got the measured the jacket measured up? Yeah, probably. <laughs> I, I think, yeah, big, strong Texan boy. So the University of Texas, they were talking about that this year. There was a guy from Texas University who was, his name escapes me, but he was the quarterback for the LA uh, Rams who won the NFL. There was another guy from Texas who was the pitcher for the baseball team that took out the baseball this year and Scotty Scheffler's just won the Masters. So Texas Uni, get around them. Texas on fire. Awesome. All right. Well, we um we love talking about sport and the play of the week's led us to find some more unusual, <laughs> dig a bit deeper, but we decided that we love digging deep and finding the obscure moments in sports. So Friendy suggested we have an obscure sport moment and I love the idea and I'll let you run with it this week, Friendy. What have you found? Yeah, uh, the old man actually said to me, I think you and Josh would cover this really well, some obscure sports, because we, we do like to get a bit weird sometimes, especially after a few beers. And uh, yeah, mate, I've gone really left field here. So extreme ironing is my uh, uh, sport of the week or obscure sport of the week. I've found as much as I can. There is a World Championships this year. We might, I don't know, it hasn't been named a venue yet, but we, I wouldn't mind trying to get there even just to watch, to be honest. But I, I want us to he, host it. Surely it's host it. Be, uh, yeah, maybe we can host it for yeah. the Brisbane Olympic Games, the you know the, yep. the, the specialty sport. That'd be huge. Where, where would you put it? Would you have it somewhere? Do you have to have it? in somewhere colder or because the iron's so hot? I don't know. How does how does that take, work? Take too long to heat up the irons, mate. It's got to be indoors. 
Yeah. So, right so right where right. where have you seen it? What what's actually happening in the world of extreme mining? Well, I just did a bit of research just through Google and uh, Kiwi Matt Batley. He's one of the guns apparently in the world of extreme ironing. He's done it everywhere, volcanoes, on moving cars, even underwater. So I, I don't understand how that works. I don't even put the steam on sometimes, but he's underwater. on a volcano. Yeah. No. Yeah, it's, um, <laughs> it's, it's crazy, man. So they have a Teams event as well. So how that works is just crazy. They, they time it. I, I, I'm not sure if there's penalties for creasing or like that collar. You, that collar is not stiff enough, Mark. Exactly right. Like, do you iron around the buttons or you just take a buttonless <laughs> shirt? There's so many things to think about. But yeah, that's that's my obscure sport for the week. So I'm going to keep an eye on it. See if we can get to these world champs or at least I don't know live stream them or something. And I'll, I'll get around the Kiwi Matt Batley for that one. So yeah, right, ex- obscure sport. Let's watch the space on that and, and who knows, demonstration sport, Brisbane Olympics. Love it. All right, so we're going to throw to Friendy now with the around the grounds for some more conventional sport. What happened this week, Friendy? What did you see? Down in New South Wales, the Roosters took out the NRLW. They actually did play the game in Redcliffe, I should say, but I guess it's more of a... Um, New South Wales theme, we're having the Roosters take it out. So well done to them. They're the first winners that haven't been the Brisbane Broncos with who they knocked off in the semi. They beat the Dragons 16-4. So in the men's NRL, the Panthers remain undefeated. They're just, they are a phenomenal rugby league side. I think there's a bit of a dynasty starting there after their competition win last year. Uh, The Tigers are still winless and they are struggling. Their coach will be out the door in no time. And Cronulla, the surprise packets, uh, led by your minor boy, sort of my part of the world, Nico Hines, they're flying as well. They've only had the one loss. Yeah, they're doing really well. How about you, mate? Look, sticking with AFL is is my domain. The AFLW grand final was on over the weekend and the Adelaide Crows won that one in a hard-fought match. And that's actually their third premiership now. So talking about dynasties, could be a little one forming there with the Crows. Uh, in the men's, Carlton actually suffered their first loss of the season against the Suns. The Cats gave Brisbane their first loss. Uh, and a depleted West Coast had a big upset over Collingwood, re- literally playing with reserves and you know fans, I think, at this point, is how short <laughs> their team is. Um, and the Demons are unbeaten after four rounds. So they're looking pretty good uh, and the team to beat. Uh, the CEO, Gil McLaughlin's resigned. Could be an opening there for a new job if you're up for the CEO role, Friendy. Mate, no. But do you reckon um, McLaughlin will go to CEO of Extreme Ironing? Oh, who knows? If there's an opportunity. He's, <laughs> he's taken right. the AFL to the top. He can surely take ironing to the top. So <laughs> watch watch what Gil does next. Uh, and look, outside of uh, the footy, I had a close eye on the F1 back in Melbourne. It's the first time it's been raced there in over a 1,000 days due to covid uh so it was a huge event it actually set a record for the most people at a weekend sporting event in australia with over four hundred and twenty thousand fans which was yeah wow pretty amazing um homeboy daniel managed to squeeze into six which i was very happy about and charles leclerc just led from start to finish so it was it was a really cool event great to see it back in melbourne and, and see it doing so well Yep, we will get to your bet uh, having Ricardo in it as well. As yeah, pretty good week for you, Josh. Each week we get a beer of the week from the guru yourself. What have you got for me this week, mate? Well, we've just touched on how obscure we like to get, and I wanted to look a little deeper, and I, I spotted something unusual, which was very cheap food prices at the Masters Golf Tournament. Mm. Like a sandwich was a buck fifty 
And yep. I think in comparison to stuff around the world, that is ridiculous. So I thought, I've got to look at the beers. What's happening with beer? Five bucks for beer. Also very, very reasonable for a major sporting event. Now, the mm-hmm. beer they had on tap was a craft beer, even more exciting for me. So they had it brewed specially. So it was the Masters Crow's Nest Wheat Ale. Now, Crow's Nest refers to where some of the players stay on site. It's part of the, the Masters precinct. And it replaced Blue Moon, which is another Belgian ale. So it's a very, very wheat forward, yeast forward, even some of those banana cloves kind of flavors that you get from, um, from Belgian ale. So really cool okay. to see that on and only five bucks. Yeah, that's outstanding, isn't it? Do you know the size, a schooner or a, a pot or a pint? Uh, no, I don't. They don't necessarily have those sizings. Good question. I don't know. But it did come mm. in a novelty collectible cup, Master's <laughs> yeah, Cup. Of course that it was did. All in, all in the price, five bucks. Unreal. Yeah, that's awesome. I think um, I'd love to get over there one of those days. And if that was still the beer, the Master's Crow's Nest Wheat Ale, it's got a bit of Aussie sort of... The Aussie suburb crow's nest is in there. So, yeah, there's no sort of link there, but that's all right. Um, Maybe one day we'll get over there and be able to try one. Speaking of a nice cold ale, Josh, this week for ale or bale, we've got an interesting sort of person here, interesting character uh, in the Australian society. He's Well, he likes to think he's pretty important, which might allude to what I'm thinking. But for ale or bale, we've got Scotty from Marketing, the big dog, ScoMo. The election was announced this week. Are you going to have an ale or are you going to bail on the Prime Minister of this great country, Josh? Well, you, you said Scotty from Marketing and and possibly the best Twitter account going around is the parody, <laughs> Scotty from Marketing. You have to follow it. It is yep. hilarious. I don't want to yep. jump too far off topic, but, oh, geez, he's a polarising character, isn't he, ScoMo? I, I wouldn't mm. really – I don't think I want to have a mate's beer with him but I would love to sit down and really tell him how to do his job. <laughs> I, don't know yeah. if he, I don't know if he would want to stick around for that beer, but that's the only yep. reason I'm having a beer with him, I reckon. So you're having an ale, but you're getting him to bail, maybe. Yeah, but it's exactly what I'm doing. Yep. Exactly. All right. Yep. Yeah, I might stick jo- around. I might join you. We'll give him a spray together, I think, because I can't cop the bloke whatsoever. I think he's an absolute pelican. I don't want to get too political on this podcast because we're all about fun and extreme ironing and things like that. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I, I'm not a fan. Uh, so, yeah, we'll have an ale, but we'll make him bail. There we Love go. It. Love it. Footy tips this week, Josh. Uh, AFL from you, generally NRL from me. Last week, how'd you go? You got five out of nine? Five, yeah, really disappointing yep. last week. Some big upsets, unfortunately. But um, this week, I feel like I've got the magic formula. I'm going to take the Lions at home, Bulldogs to beat North. Swans will win overall on their road trip to Perth against West Coast. Uh, St Kilda to beat the Suns. Tigers just over the Crows, I think. But I never know with the Tigers. They always turn me over when I back them. Melbourne to continue their winning run against the Giants. Carton, Carton will be back home and they'll win that against Port. Dockers are looking good uh, on the road. I'm going to tip them to beat the Bombers. And Geelong to beat Hawthorne in an absolute cracker at the MCG. That's one of those rounds that is always a good game, regardless of how those teams are performing on the ladder. So I will be yep. watching that one in a close one. Yeah, fantastic. And lots of footy for the, the Easter weekend for everyone, wherever you're watching. Uh, the Raiders will kick off the NRL round for me with a win, I think, in a frosty Canberra. The Cowboys don't travel well, especially down there. Uh, the Bunnies in the traditional Good Friday clash with the Dogs. They sort of started that about half a dozen years ago. And I think, yeah, the Bunnies will take that out. Panthers to just, yeah, they'll win again. Doesn't matter who they're playing at the moment. Manly, 
I think this is a bit of a coin flip against the Titans. No Tommy Turbo again, but I will be backing Manly at home. Melbourne to win, the Roosters to win, hoping the Knights to win, fingers crossed. And Eels to win against the the lacklustre Tigers on Easter Monday. Uh, that'll be my tips this week. I did get seven from eight last week and my own team, not only did they cost me a perfect round, the Knights, <laughs> but in the school tipping comp I'm in with the rest of the staff, there's a standout comp and you basically pick someone each week. You can't use that person or that, sorry, that team again. Once they're, if you win, you continue. If you lose, you're out. And I was down to the last, I think, four people and that my own team cost me in that. So They were the, the lock-in, were they? The round lock-in? Oh, yeah. Well, I'd already used all the big dogs. So I was sort of scraping ah. the bottom of the barrel. And yeah, so the boys have cost me. But anyway, on we go to next week. All right. So, Friendy, if we're going to put our money where our mouth is, mm-hmm. let's have a chat about our bets. How did you go last week on your tip? Last week, I started well. Both John Rahm and Victor Hovland started okay. First round or two, then they fell away. They both made the cut. I think Rahm might have finished top 20. Hovland probably just outside. Um, I did, on the podcast last week, I did mention Cameron Smith a little bit. He was he finished third. Had a really good tournament, but Scheffler just ran away with it in the end. How about yourself, mate? I will let you tell the story here because you've got a bit of gloating to do. There's a bit of gloating, a bit of crowing. The Crows won the AFLW, which was the first part of my multi, into Ricardo with a top six finish. And that was yep. unbelievable to watch that happen. And there was even a cash out option because he had such a good first practice <laughs> round. I was like, well, maybe yep. I should cash out. But I we held spoke it. about that, yeah. He had a little bit of luck and he, he ran six. So, yeah, I was very happy with that one. I'll, I'll take that one all the way to the bank. Um, yeah, this seven, week, $17. Yeah, 17 bucks. Super, super, super odds, but a little bit of luck in that one. Uh, so this week... Very short odds in the AFL. I feel like, I don't know if my, that means my tips will come in, but um, there's not a whole lot of value in there. I even noticed Labor in the, the election are running short odds at about a buck 55 to topple mm-hmm. ScoMo. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, not much, not much value. So I've gone a multi to try and top that up with the Swans winning one to 39 away at West Coast. They're always close games. And Geelong one to 39 in that blockbuster at the MCG versus the Hawks will get you four bucks 40. Yeah, love it. I've gone with the ponies again. I'm, I'm off the footy a little bit at the moment. And I've got Fireburn. It's a young, really impressive horse. I think it'll take out the champagne stakes. It's, it's pretty short. Uh, and so I've had to multi that into Tafane to place in the all-age stakes. And those two together, uh, Fireburn to win, Tafane to place, that'll get you about $4.40. I, I expect that to be much shorter come Saturday. So if you're listening, jump on now, guys. Excellent tips, mate. We're going to be millionaires. I can feel it. (laughs) So that pretty much wraps us up this week. You can find us streaming now on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and other major platforms if we haven't already sent you the link, which is mainly our mates that are listening. Uh, You can also follow us on Twitter and go on, tell your mates to listen in. Bit of sport, bit of beer, bit of banter, good times. Thanks for joining me this week, friendy. Absolute pleasure, Josh. And yeah, if, if you guys can, listeners, please just tell one friend. Just one for us. We'll buy you a beer when we see you. That's right. Spread the word. And wherever you are this weekend, make sure you enjoy your beers in the sheds.